Oh my god, wait. Is Sora in is Sora gonna be in Brawl? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what oh you guys didn't you yeah, missed, Sora's you missed now, that in Sora's in yeah. Smash. So Kingdom Hearts, um Sora can now travel to all Nintendo worlds canonically. That's incredible. I mean, I knew that there was like a campaign where people were like, give us Sora, but like I didn't I didn't know it was real. So spoiler for Kingdom Hearts 3. At the end, as everyone here who has played Kingdom Hearts 3 knows, Sora disappears. And it's like a whole thing. Shut the fuck up, Hannah. And it's like a whole thing where it's like, he's gone to a fictional world. The fictional world was Smash. Oh my oh god. He literally fucking just fucking went to Smash. It's literally canon. It's, I, I was making the joke that he, it was canon, but no, but it's it is real. Canon. So, so he's gone to hang out with Mario and Link so, and Zelda. So, so we're talking Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. It should not be the name. It should, in fact, be Kingdom Hearts 4. <laughs> You're absolutely right. And, you know, Kingdom Hearts 5, it's going to be integral that you played Super Smash Brothers, or it's not going to make any sense. Mm-hmm. I know that's right, Hannah. I know that's right. <laughs> I really hope the next Kingdom Hearts game is Kingdom Hearts 5, and there's just no... Yeah, no, no explanation. explanation. No, no explanation. Nothing. It's five. I mean, no. like, the thing is, is, like, who would notice? Like, at this point? No one. When you, like, all the numbers that have been just like, oh, they've just been, oh, they're coming at you from every direction. And, like, who 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 could who could count up to four? No one. <laughs> no one? Not <laughs> That's me. That's impossible. Literally no one. It can't I mean, be done. I do hope that they this means that there will be some kind of, like, Kingdom Hearts-based collaboration. Mm. Oh, so yes. that there, there may be like Sora meets Link or I Sora just, meets Mario. I really want Sora to kill Chris Pratt Mario. <laughs> I would well, love to I see want... that in the new Nintendo universe. I mean, and we First we won't all, we won't see Sora kill Chris Pratt Mario. We'll see. Unfortunately, we will see Sora kill Jack Black Bowser. <laughs> no. And like while he's doing it, he'll be like, you dumb idiot. No one's ever loved you. And he'll be just kicking, just slashing the shit out of him. I can't. I can't. Did you actually watch the reveal trailer for Sora? I did. I did. Yeah. No, Sora, the character. Yeah. In Kingdom Hearts. I mean, Smash. In Kingdom Hearts 5. Kingdom Hearts 4. Kingdom Hearts 4. Shit. (laughs) Did you watch the reveal trailer? No, I didn't watch it. Mario literally picks a flame up off the ground and throws it, and it turns into a flaming keyblade. Yeah. Holy shit. Does that wait? Keyblades exist in the Smash. Yes. Yes. He's a keyblade wielder. Potentially is not just a keyblade wielder, but a keyblade forger. I am out of my fucking mind right now. <laughs> so I just had a thought. Y'all, I just had a thought. I have absolutely no clue when this intro is going to be dropping, but it will certainly be well after all of this has been announced. So people of the future. Uh, this was announced today. This was announced today. And um, I want you all to tweet at us and tell us uh, from the future how right we are about all our predictions. If yeah. we're wrong, don't tell us. But if we're right, tell us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we will certainly have stopped paying attention to this news by the point that with the time <laughs> which this comes out. What? I mean, now that I think of it, Sephiroth has already met Mario. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my Sephiroth God. You're also right. in Smash. That's, yeah. that's been done. Sephiroth is yeah. in Smash. Yeah. Cloud is in Smash. Yeah. I mean, so basically, um, I just want to say what, uh, who do you think would be... In Kingdom Hearts 4. Yeah, um, in Kingdom Hearts who, 4. 
Who are your top uh, companions to replace Goofy in your party? Just Goofy, not Donald? <laughs> Birdo. Birdo. Number one, Birdo. I want Birdo in my party. I mean, Kirby. Birdo would be a Kirby? good Donald replacement. Yeah, Birdo would, would be actually good be a good Donald replacement. replacement. I Kirby just always would kept be a good Donald hat to wear. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> just right on your head. Is Birdo in Smash? I don't even know who's in Smash. Birdo is in Smash on Birdo GameCube. Birdo is not currently in Smash, but Birdo <laughs> yeah. definitely was in Smash. Wait, when was Birdo in Smash? She was a stage hazard. She was a trophy. She was a trophy. She's never been a playable character. You fucking liar. She's oh, a stage I hazard. swear to God. It's been injustice. No, she's a stage she hazard. Well, so she can't be in Sora's party. Sorry. Time to petition Nintendo. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's not our Bert, fucking fault. They're sleeping on the most Birdo. I, popular I gotta character. say, though, okay, Kirby's a really good option for being in Sora's party. Um, for being a hat. For being, I mean, it could be a good Yoshi hat. would uh, also be good. Yoshi would be great. I just was gonna say, I would love to see Sora... Having being followed around by like Wario and Waluigi. That's what I was just <laughs> gonna say. Waluigi, Waluigi really was my good. top pick. Waluigi to replace well, Goofy. Mm, Waluigi fact, would be a good Pete replacement. I mean, I think Bowser is the is the Pete replacement. They're yeah. literally like yeah, the same. you're right. The Although same. Bowser is like a king, and Pete is just like a useless piece of shit. Bowser is the Ansem replacement. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm still voting for Waluigi as Goofy because then he can just what follow you Walu- around. What about Waluigi as Maleficent? All right, I'd allow that. Yeah, <laughs> but that. then Wario has to that. be Pete. What I really want to know is like who is Kyrie and who is Riku? Are we thinking? It, I guess. I mean, I mean, Link and Zelda are the obvious choices, but yeah, yeah, yeah they really are. Is there anyone else that it could be? Well, I, mean, I mean, and which one of them is Riku? Because like none, neither of them are shitheads. I mean, <laughs> I mean, depending on the version of Link and Zelda, I was just gonna say like I some feel of them like, can uh, be shitheads sometimes. Yeah, Zelda However, I, in um, Skyward Sword doesn't she literally push Link out of a window just because like she thinks it would be funny? I, mean, I think we've you might be right that. about that. We've all, that. <laughs> we've, all, we've all done that in Mass Effect, but... I, well, of course in Mass Effect, yeah. <laughs> in Mass Effect, yeah. So I think strong strong contender Skyward Sword Zelda for Riku is Okay, I'm, I'm into it. Right. I'm into it. Honestly, the idea of, like, any sort of, like, female Riku, I'm, I'm very much into. Okay, also gotta remember that Villager and Isabelle are in Smash. Oh. Mm. Oh, we could have Would Tom Nook be, be somebody... Let's see. Uh, yeah, he's only a stage hazard though. He's not a he's not a brawler. Yeah, but he's so fucking he's, cute. Look at him. He, he's just I a little know, guy. He's, a, he's, a, he's just a little guy. There's he also the um, he could be Fuck, the Sonic. Hmm? Sonic. Sonic is in Smash. Oh, oh, God. Forget about Sonic. Our time has come. Can we leave? Sonic returns to Hannah, his let's throne. Go. <laughs> let's go, Hannah. I I said we have to be returned. somewhere. I, and all will bow to him. I'm just gonna take all these breadsticks and I'm just gonna um just head out. But it was great talking to you guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye everybody. Well, with that, I guess we should just um find uh the door in our hearts to go play some D D. Sonic is Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> DM. Oh.
Okay, I'm Noelle, and Sonic is fucking King Mickey, and I'll go down into Sonic my grave saying this. Sonic is fucking Mickey? He's fucking King Mickey, and I don't we all know it. I read this fan fiction. <laughs> and anyway, I, I play Fran, um, who would be played by Sonic, so. I was going to say Blue. They're would both definitely blue. Sonic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I am Juniper, and if you want to uh, read the R18 <laughs> Sonic X King Mickey fan fiction, you can subscribe to Noelle's personal Patreon <laughs> at Tier 3, the adult tier. I hate that. And uh, let me tell you, you'll be in for a wild ride. I know I, I sure it. was, eh, boys? <laughs> You don't have to. Fuck you off. won't be disappointed. You won't be disappointed. Whoa! Anyways, I play Corbin. Uh, <laughs> I'm Hannah, and uh, I guess I'm on this podcast, and uh, I play Slake. <laughs> All right. Well, um, dear listeners, we are recording on a weeknight, so if our energy is weird, that's why we're all sad wraiths. We're all sad wraiths who worked a day of capitalism. So, um, last time. Swan Roxon got taken off to the Titigaren. You guys were sent and into a uh, anti-magic cell deep below the palace uh, where you languished for a little while until uh, you happened to find a, a little escape route. <laughs> how could, uh, how could you say that, Kat? We strategically slept and then we strategically found the escape yeah. route. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. did, Kat. <laughs> but in character, you languished. And yeah, um, in, inside that escape tunnel, you did find uh, your good friend Selny waiting for you. She helped you guys get out and uh, basically gave you the lowdown and said, um, I think the king is being an idiot and I'm going to help you. And also, I still hate everybody. So then she took you down to the red tier, which uh, is the red light district of Asudel, uh, with the intention of taking you down further to the Titicaren, you know, so things did not go as planned. Uh, I think, Corbin, you got lured off by some good smells. I didn't get lured by anything. I went knowing fully. Well, yeah, but you were you, you followed some scent lines yeah. like a cartoon character floating along um, by your nose. And uh, you got uh, asked to be part of a pit fight. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, Slake and Mary and uh, Fran went with Selny to go meet with one of her contacts because uh, she was looking into something unrelated. Um, and she went off to speak with her contact. You, meanwhile, met a very friendly dwarf that you immediately loved. Uh, his name's Daniel. And Bitch. he's housing, he's housing a little, little piece of Dawson, uh, here down in the dwarven city. He should fucking and, evict him. Uh, yeah, well, he's, he's got some wares for sale, but you have not yet, uh, touched or looked at those wares because while you were looking, uh, the, the pit fight, in the middle of this den of iniquity, uh, was soon graced by Corbin fighting Little Papa. Oh, Papa. And, uh, yeah, so that's where we are now. I guess we're gonna roll initiative, Corbin. Oh, cool. God. This is all unarmed strikes, my dude. I got, except uh, for Little Papa. He's got his, uh, I got a brass, 10. Brass knuckles. Uh, so Little Papa got a 17, so okay. he's gonna he go goes first. first. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he immediately, he gives out a big, and you see like all of his muscles bulge and his eyes get real wide. And uh, he is going to roll to attack. Okay. Oh, that is a natural 20. Yeah, he gets me. <laughs> he does get you and he does attack 
Oh, actually, so that's his first attack. He does get several more. Okay, he misses on the next two. And 16 does. Okay, so you only get hit by his, his natural 20. Okay. Uh, so basically, he comes I in. I got a lot of hit points. Yeah, he comes in with one big, big hit right off the bat. Right in the nuts. It's only seven. If he had hit you with all of them, it would have hurt more. 14. Oh, but it is 14. Yes, because he he does hit you for double damage. He basically just punches you right in the gut, and uh, he leaves an imprint that says Papa's in your in your gut as you stumble back, but you are able to to keep your feet under you and, and dodge the next three swings. Corbin, your turn. Doing pretty good. Okay. All right. Here I go, you guys. I'm going to do my best attack as an unarmed strike, which is what everybody knows Corbin is the best at. Yep. 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 It's like if only we'd put on his leash. <laughs> what were we thinking? So that's a 12. So that's a 12. No, it does not hit him. Yeah, I didn't think so. You, he, he dodges right out my of the way. My tiny little fist. <laughs> so now it's little Papa's turn again. Okay. All right, so actually, he's, again, he's only going to hit one because that's a 17. Does that hit your armor class? No. 17 doesn't hit your armor class? My armor class is 18. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Because you got armor. Yeah, because I got armor. You got armor on. All right, then none of his attacks hit you this turn. Fuck yes. I'm a little speedy boy. Yeah, you now, you, now you've kind of, you understand the, the flow of battle a little bit more. I'm so going around. All right. All right. Try again. Let's do this. I did worse this time. I didn't hit him. You didn't hit him. This is just okay. A- I as 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 Corbin fails to hit this person. Can, I want to cast hideous laughter. Oh, on, li- on little Papa. On little Papa. All right. What does he need to roll? What, is, what does he need to roll to resist that? Wisdom. Wisdom. Okay. Uh, that's a two. <laughs> so he is incapacitated by laughter. He falls to the ground and is thrown. <laughs> yeah. He, Get him, Bofa! Yes. So, so little Papa starts giggling, and then he just starts collapses to the ground laughing. And he says, "You're so weak. <laughs> you're so puny. Yeah, I want me to bite you, but you're so small." <laughs> Corbin, Corbin's gonna, Corbin's gonna viciously go after him. Kick him. Yeah. That is an. 18. That will hit. You finally hit him. Yes, four damage. <laughs> All right, you do four damage. Papa. You you kick him right in the face, and he falls down. He's still laughing. I think he gets he to resist. He has a chance. Yeah, he to, gets to resist. He has a chance. Every time he takes damage and on his turns. All right, so that is a 17. Beats it, beats it. He can stop laughing now. Uh, oh. <laughs> I got my damage in. I got one good kick. He yeah, wipes a tear. He has like five hit points. Yeah, no, yeah he sure. wipes a tear away from his eyes. And he goes, oh, so small. Such a, <laughs> such a light hit. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a little bit better. Um, all right, so that is going to be a 24. Yeah, that Four hits. Four and a 20, and the other two are not going to hit. Okay. One of them is just going to be three, and one of them is going to be a seven. And uh, Mary Mary grabs your arm, Slake, and says, we got to help him. <laughs> what should Corbin, we do? Corbin looks not terrible. He's a little bloody. Like, he's got some blood coming from his mouth and his nose, but he's, like, standing up. I tried to help him, Mary. He's doing okay. <laughs> do, we, do we just pull him out of there or what? Mary shrugs, and then uh, Selny grabs your shoulder, Slake, and she looks down into the pit and goes, how did he get down there? I don't know. Corbin waves at you guys. How does he get anywhere? (laughs) I wave back. (laughs) Corbin, I think it's your turn to hit. Yeah, it is. 
I did not. You did not? All right. <laughs> and now <laughs> it's going to be little Papa. Ooh, that is another natural 20 and a bunch of misses. So he gets another good hit in on you. And that's going to be another six damage to you, Corbin, as he smacks okay. you He smacks you in the side of the head. I bounce around. I'm still good to go. I say to Selny, so uh, what, what would happen if I say just jumped right in there? <sighs> that's a good question. Selny uh, looks around and goes, well, might as well try. All right. <laughs> I got a hit. I got a hit. Okay, okay. Oh, no. 18. 18. All right. One. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, Papa, how, what, what did you, you rolled last time as a four? Yeah. Okay. So he's lost five points of, of his life. Yes. He's, um, <laughs> he's starting to look like he's slowing down maybe a little bit, but like. Could I do this? So that's two hits. Two. 10 damage total. <laughs> And I, I'm just going to say, I'm not allowed to use magic, right? Because this would be going completely different. I mean, I mean, if you use magic, everyone in the whole club would be alerted to the fact that we have that's magic. That's why, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't do it if I were you, but <laughs> yeah. I can't stop you from doing well, it. Well, technically, do. Fran did it. Yeah, I, but she can do it a little more subtly. Yeah, because I'm not. You guys don't think I could cast Blight on him? Uh, I no. can just, I can just <laughs> I think that would be a little, I think that'd be a little suspicious. Yeah, I think you might be slightly I'll put you, off. I think if you fucking murdered little Papa right here in this pit with a fucking spell like blight. Yeah, he shrivels up and dies turns in front of to ash. Yeah, he turns to fucking ash. I think there'd be a they problem. Might, they might suspect foul play. Okay. Yeah, they might suspect something's going on. Seeing Corbin continue to be hit by this, this large this large little papa, I um, take a look and I gauge the distance and I push through the crowd and I vault off the side and dive into the pit. Oh, roll me an athletics check to see how cool it is when you... Hell yeah! Oh, okay. Well, that's... um, I mean, it's not the worst. It's a 12. All right, you don't look that cool when you hit the ground. You you manage to keep your feet under you, but you don't, like, do a superhero pose or anything. A little papa... Corbin says, well, you want a piece of this too, huh, Slick? Come get me. Little pop-up says, hey, one at a time. Tag me in, I say. Corbin walks over to you in the Charlie Brown walk. (laughs) Oh, I I say, oh, oh, Corbin, I didn't mean to. It's okay. Like, I could have done it. No, I mean, you were doing really good. I just, I just, oh. Cage match! (laughs) (laughs) I say, little Papa, do you have like a buddy or something? Like, little Papa looks and goes, "Oh, you wanna want this to be a doubles match? Are we gonna fight doubles here?" Corbin, would that would that be nice? (laughs) That would be fun. Big Papa! (laughs) (laughs) And uh, (laughs) and uh, from from the uh, crowd. You, you hear a thundering. <laughs> and then a even bigger dwarf <laughs> just cannonballs over the side of the ring and lands with a ground-shaking thud. And Big Papa stands up and she is huge. Oh, shit. In retrospect, maybe this was a mistake. I think this was the right choice. <laughs> 
big papa. She's got her, like, her whole head is dyed, like, this brilliant sort of, like, neon green. Um, and she's got, like, uh, she's got matching, like, neon green. Like, her hands are, like, tattooed all the way up her forearms in the same color. So uh, she looks sort of toxic. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And she, like, sumo wrestler pounds the ground, just boom, boom. And she says, big papa's hole. <laughs> Oh, Corbin, we're really in it now. <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, all right, Slakey, then you are up first. You have landed in the ring. What do you want to do? Let me take a look with my little eyeballs. I think I'm going to go ahead then, and I'm going to try to attack Lil Papa. And what I'm going to do is mm-hmm. I'm going to try and do a sweeping attack uh, and see if I can oh. knock Lil Papa against Big Papa for some massive damage. So Okay, all right. Let's, Let's roll it. Give it a go. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> so that would be 13 to hit. That's not hit. I figured. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to give it another shot. So for my second attack, that is... It's 15. No, that still doesn't hit. So uh, it's Big Papa's turn, and Big Papa's going to pull out her special tag team attack with Little Papa. They are actually going to take their turn at the same time. <laughs> Uh, and they are gonna do. Um, so, like, where are you in like relation to Corbin? I'm probably closer to the Papas than I am to the Corbin. All right, so you're you're not within five feet of Corbin. All right, well that's fine. Okay, so that is gonna be over twenty to hit, like a twenty-three to hit. So I, I think that'll hit you. It it will indeed. You. All right, so uh, Papa comes on through, and she scoops Lil Papa up over her head and then throws him like a javelin at you directly oh into your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, little Papa tackles you to the ground. And that is going to be a nice little 10, 12 damage as little Papa is is thrown into you and also we are going to do a quick strength contest to see if little Papa grapples you. Oh my god. Okay, that is um, an 11. I am rolling so bad today. You, you rolled good <laughs> enough. Lil Papa didn't quite get his arms around you. Yeah. And uh, while well, his cranium makes a direct hit with your solar plexus, he expects you to be a smaller target than you actually are, considering the illusion. Uh, so oh. he does not. Um, Makes sense. He does not grapple you. You are not grappled. Oof. And uh, now it is Corbin's turn. You really have only one option here, Corbin. It's I know. not a hard move. Unless, and I did want to give this option to you guys, actually. Um, I give you the option of creating your own tag team move. You can, If you want to both take your turns together, you can create a tag team move. Uh, and I will give you free reign on how you want to do it, as long as it seems fair. Okay. Uh, in that case, Corbin looks at Slake. <laughs> and Corbin raises his eyebrows in very quick succession. The Morse code of the eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. And then Corbin <laughs> nods at the papas. And then Corbin shakes his head like an agreement has been reached. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> and it's Corbin... Like, what do you, how do you respond to this? <laughs> it's like it's, it's like it's like looking at Corbin intently <laughs> and just looking like Extremely confused, but 
like sort of enthusiastic, <laughs> but extremely confused. Corbin runs at you, Slake. <laughs> okay. And Corbin leaps into the air on the approach. Do you catch him? Yeah, I, I, I catch Corbin. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to, although, I mean, I did take my turn. Am I allowed to do stuff? Yes. Um, so, Slake, because your, your turn is right after Corbin's, basically the two of you will take your move together. Oh, it is. Okay. So in that case, okay, I think what I want to do is I want to try and catch Corbin's hands and like s- s- spin around in a circle and then release him so that he is he goes feet first to yes. deliver a kick to the papa. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, okay. Roll to hit. Which papa are you aiming for? Are we both rolling to hit or how is this working? I think Slake is using you as a projectile. So okay. Slake is going to roll to hit. You are going to roll damage. All sure. right. Okay, so 19. That will hit. Yes! Yes! yes. By the way, like, Fran and Mary are at the sidelines, like, screaming. (laughs) Mary is doing, like, sign language, like, like, she's like, crazy. Waving her hands. Fran is just like, yes! Fran has gone full, like, audience member at... Uh, WrestleMania, like it is. All right, what do, God, what am I even so rolling? To roll damage? Yeah. Do double damage of whatever your unarmed strike would be. Okay, then it would be then it would be four damage. A whopping four damage. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you plus one to that. Fuck yes. All right, you take out little Papa. Oh! I mean, Corbin had already whittled down his HP in their in their slap fight before. Incredible. That's true, yeah. So yes, so uh, Corbin, you fly feet first in a little Papa. Holy fuck! And you just you hit him like square in the shoulders, and basically just end up standing on his shoulders yes. as he is pinned down. Yes, and the crowd goes wild. As they yeah, should. Fran is like little Papa, more like kill Papa. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! So for some reason, like her face is now painted, like she's she's gone she's gone feral. All right, so you've eliminated little Papa, and now it is just Big Papa left. Oh, now Big Papa can't do any cool tag team moves. That sucks to suck, Big Papa. <laughs> I guess Big Papa could pick up little Papa's Corpse? destroyed body and <laughs> no. Um, so actually, uh, as after Corbin, after you have gotten off of uh, Little Papa's shoulders, uh, a team of two dwarves in like uh, cartoonish nurses' outfits uh, come out and they they load Little Papa onto a stretcher and then take him out of the ring. Oh no, Little Papa! Oh man! <laughs> so now it's just you. It's just Big Papa versus the two of you. She she slams a fist into her her palm and she says. You took out little papa. Big papa's coming for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Makes and, sense. And uh, she is going to, she's going to take a running start at Corbin. And all right, Corbin, that is a 16. That doesn't hit you. Um, 16 does not hit. Okay. I think okay, well, only one of these is going to hit you because 18 hits you, right? Yeah, that's what meets it, beats it. Okay, so uh, she, Big Papa, comes at you, Corbin, and she swings once and misses. You dodge. You float like a butterfly. Yeah, I do. She, she swings again and misses, and then she tries to to grapple you and misses again, and then she just hits you with a straight up clothesline to the neck. 
And uh, that is going to be just... That's just going to be two hit points. Two damage. <laughs> <laughs> Well, these are all unarmed strikes, so nothing is going to be like a big hit. Also, when Corbin gets hit, Fran screams, Big Papa, more like rigged Papa. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Corbin, you now have a chance to retaliate. Okay, uh, Corbin Corbin reels back, uh, grasping his neck as though it were bleeding profusely, but, like, you literally can't see anything. Like, it's, like, there's, like, a little red mark. Like, that's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, he, and he looks at Slake, and he shakes his head, and he's like, oh, you know what I'm thinking, Slake? You know just what I'm thinking? <laughs> Slake, like, looks around, like, from side to side, <laughs> eyes wild. Trying to decipher. And, uh, and this time he runs its leg again, but instead of uh, leaping at them, he leaps over them. <gasps> okay. Okay. O- okay. And then uh, begins to descend. Okay. Um. All right. So Corbin is <laughs> Corbin is above me descending. I'm trying to think of. It's just Corbin is doing like it is like dirty dancing, but it, but without telling them. <laughs> All right. What is this? Hold on. <laughs> Nobody puts uh, Bofa in the corner. <laughs> so I'm going to put up my hands like I'm setting a volleyball or whatever. Oh. <laughs> You're going to spike Corbin. In. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining that Corbin is like a cannonball. And I'm, I'm, I'm making yes, like a triangle in between my two hands. Like yes. a nice game of volleyball. And I'm, I'm, I pop Corbin up and I spike. Spike him <laughs> Big Papa. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. All right. So, uh, so right. So you are gonna spike Corbin. Uh, Slake, roll to hit. I got a fourteen. So I, um, I assume I've just blasted yo, Corbin just, into the earth. You just spiked Corbin into the ground. <laughs> so, Big Papa, she like steps aside. Like she takes a step back. So Corbin like lands in the earth in front of her and uh, she's gonna that's a 20 that's a natural 20 the fuck are you doing and she's going to kick Corbin into slate <laughs> ouchie ouchie <laughs> um, so she's gonna do she doesn't, oh she actually does 5 damage so she does a, a fair amount of damage to Corbin oh man and uh, Slake and Corbin, you are both going to get knocked prone by this attack. Oh, my God. Blood is gushing everywhere. Five <laughs> points. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, anyway, so, Corbin, Slake, you are now in a tumble on the ground. Uh, and Lil Papa comes over to, to gloat over you. And she she holds up her arms and goes, Papa Supreme! <laughs> I, I look at Corbin and I blink many times in a <laughs> rapid succession, but, like, there's a pattern to it. And then I roll I roll under Big Papa's legs so that we're flanking Big Papa. Oh! And then I I launch an attack at Big Papa's back. Okay. Holy shit. Um, take advantage for flanking. Yay! Oh my god, it's a natty twant. Oh, what? fuck yes! Oh, eat shit, Big Papa! Get him! <laughs> so that's for damage, gonna be double damage. That's five damage, but times two is ten damage. 
Okay, and uh, paint me a word picture. So I, I leap to my feet, aiming my elbow at Big Papa's spine. I, like, do, like, a jumping tackle. Very good, very right, good. Okay. And she takes a big hit and gives an anguish. And Corbin. Okay. Finish her off. Corbin does, um, on the ground, he spins and kicks his little leggies out at Big Papa's ankles. <laughs> like <gasps> tiny snakes fighting. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, let me just do my little roll. That's so cute. I got a 19 raw, so... Yeah, yo, that hits. Yeah. That hits. Okay. So, Corbin, you, you hit, you strike Big Papa's ankles, and she does a big, whoa! <laughs> and then... Uh, you know, tips several times and then falls back into the oh, dirt. Yeah. Knocked out. K.O. Oh, yeah. Abdel rings. Ding, ding, ding. More like Kaka Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, dear listener. Welcome to the mid-roll. It's me. It's Kat, your favorite DM. Um, here to thank some people, plug some things, do all that cool mineral stuff that we usually do. Uh, first, I want to thank you, my dear listener, for uh, bearing with us while we took a little unexpected hiatus. Uh, we've just had a bunch of life stuff come up, um, you know, and, and we really appreciate you guys just sticking with us while we took a little break so that we could uh, buy ourselves a little bit of time. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for, for that. Uh, next, I would like to thank our Apple Podcast reviewers, they're the heroes of my heart. Um, thank you so much to everybody who took the time to leave us a review. It helps us out in so, so many ways, more than you can even imagine. Um, helps us find new listeners, helps us get onto them charts. Uh, so thank you so much to Jolly Anchor King, Book Manka, Zippy Zops, Rancorous Garlic, Sarah Corin, and everyone else who's ever reviewed us. Thank you all so, so much. I love you, and I appreciate you, and I hope you're having a really great day. Speaking of people that I love and appreciate, our Patreon. Our Patreon patrons. They're awesome. They're fantastic. And they are um, the best. And if you want to be one of them, you can uh, go to patreon.com slash damesanddragons, I think. And uh, you can become a patron as well. Um... We just, uh, I think, sent out a new batch of prints that are just stunning. Juniper did the art for those of uh, character from our side campaign, from the uh, side campaign that we also post on our Patreon, uh, the character Mr. Wentel. So that art just went out very recently, um, should be in your mailbox if you are a $10 or up patron. I look forward to it if you haven't received it yet, or update your shipping address. Okay, so next, I have a message from our store. Uh, if you would like to purchase a one-time personal message or ad read, you can do so at damesanddragons.store. Uh, it is also holiday times, and we do have lots of cool merch. Uh, make sure to get your order in before the end of November if you are looking to get that in time for Christmas. Shipping is whoo, wild this year, uh, so we can't guarantee anything, uh, but we will do our best. So, uh, what doesn't need to be shipped, though, is a one-time ad read, which we have here. Uh, this is from Caitlin, and it says, 
Dylan, my dear best friend, my sweet son, the Corbin to my Fran. You introduced me to dames when I was having a hard time, and it quickly became one of my favorite things to talk to you about. So I wanted to thank you by having one of our fave podcasters tell you happy birthday. Happy birthday, Dylan. You're the only Scorpio man I'll ever love, and I hope you have the best birthday. I miss you so much and can't wait to see you, hopefully soon. Sending all my love and your kitty siblings, Ripley and Noah, say hi and send love too. Aw, that was sweet. Thank you so much, Caitlin. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you both for being listeners. Um, Happy birthday to Dylan. Uh, next, let's hear what Geekspective has to say. Welcome back to Beholder to No One, a D&D and TTRPG discussion podcast. Today I'm here with Jeremy from Three Black Halflings. Hello. Bards had a bad rap. Yeah. Is that a pun, baby? Is that a pun? Oh, I did a, bad, a pun. A bad, a bad rap. I made a bar. pun. I'm terrible at puns. Yeah. <laughs> the world that we're going to be in is living and breathing. This isn't going to be a Saturday morning cartoon game. In my Friday game, there was a lot of things that led up to a consequence that we didn't anticipate. And as it was unfolding, we're like, oh, fuck, we caused all of this. Hey, you just got your first game design credit. Because yes. it totally counts. Uh, one more step to taking over the world for you. I'm so yes. proud it opened the door for them to explore a world for a genre that they've never explored before, but in a system that they were familiar with. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. And so it's just nice to hear when people are really getting into their shit. Every Monday, wherever podcasts can be found, as we talk about important and fun topics within the TTRPG community. Hell yeah. Thank you, Expective. Fantastic. Next and last is our message to Chantal. Chantal, I hope uh, you are living in the darkness of this cold winter. I hope you are thriving away from the sun. I hope that your victims never see you coming. The code word is Sarisa Melima. The sleeper agent is active. Go! The, uh, the, the dwarves in nurses' outfits come and they, they pick up Big Papa and load her onto a stretcher as she's, she is like, um, doing like a really dramatic, like, oh, my ankles, oh, they're shattered, oh. And, uh, there is a roar of disappointed gamblers in a clink of coins above you and, uh, another dwarf drops into the ring. Uh, she has hair and skin that are both the exact same shade of dark brown and eyes like chips of sandstone. Uh, she grabs both Slake and Corbin's hands and holds them up above her head and the crowd roars again. And she yells, your new champions! And the roar sounds more violent than exuberant. She drops your hands and gestures to the crowd and says, anyone who just lost a bet gets a drink on the house! And this seems to mollify the crowd, enough that they back away from the edge of the ring. Uh, this dwarf gestures to a raised platform above the ring, where Selny is leaning over the railing, looking amused and also annoyed. The uh, dwarf who's with you says, You're lucky you've got friends in well-connected places. 
And uh, as she says this, someone above unrolls a rope ladder from the top of the pit, which she she climbs up and then smacks the dwarf who brought Corbin in, uh, who was waiting next to the side of the ring. And it says, I said, get a fall guy for little Papa to wail on, not some wonderkind and his Goliath friend. <laughs> I give Corbin a huge high five. Oh, yeah. Corbin, like, leaps into the air and, like, yes! meets you. Yes! Uh, all right. Uh, so do you guys uh, take the ladder up? Do you? Yeah. I guess so. I mean... Mary does come and meet you guys at the side of, of the ring, at the top of the ladder, and she she gives Slake a big hug and then gives uh, Corbin a high five and says, you guys were great. I mean, I don't quite know how you got into this situation, but great job. Fran, Fran is like, like she's like almost hyperventilating and there's like tears in her eyes and she's like, I don't understand. Like this experience was like, it was so incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Fran, are you okay? I'm just like, really proud to know you guys. <laughs> oh, Fran! Uh, a dwarf uh, approaches from behind Fran, and he's got a um, tankard with him uh, and, a, and a pen, and he's, he says, okay, can you guys sign my tankard? I've got t- the, the signatures of all the champs on here. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. absolutely. You you got a pen? Yeah, he hands you a pen to, to sign his tankard cool. with. Corbin draws a bird. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I, yeah, I, I write Slake on there. And the S is like that that middle school chain <laughs> yes! S. The oh, middle school good. S. And the, the guy looks at the, the kangaroo and he goes, bird and lake. Lake. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I love my friend Lake. <laughs> love Lake. And uh, so... Selene gestures for you guys to come up to the platform where she is meeting with this uh, this woman who saved your bacon a little bit from that angry crowd. Uh, and when you when you arrive up there, uh, Selene motions to the woman and sell, says, "Well, I see you've met Falda. Falda, these are people." <laughs> <laughs> Corbin smiles very wide and brightly. Uh, Folda looks at you and says, Well, people, nice to meet you. And she. We are people. I hold out my hand to be shaken. <laughs> Corbin shakes it. <laughs> Fran, Fran looks happy to, to have shaken your hand, but then she pulls it away and holds it out to Folda. <laughs> Uh, Falda has moved on from the situation. Fran nods and puts her hand back in her pocket. (laughs) I say, so uh, how do you know Selny? Falda sits down on a low-backed couch uh, and spreads her arms out over the back of it. And she says, oh, Selny and I go way back. And Selny snorts and rolls her eyes and goes, yeah, you could say that. Oh, could you? Uh, Slake looks around, scandalized. (laughs) Selene rolls her eyes and says, I wanted to talk to Falda. She knows everything that's going down as long as it's dirty. And uh, Falda gives a very sweet smile. Uh, And she says, well, I'm happy to help. Suppose. So, are you Selene's new... Justice Brigade? Yes. 
That is exactly what we are. That's a great name. We should use that. Did Selny have an old Justice Brigade? What happened to them? (laughs) Better question. Better question. (laughs) Oh, you didn't tell them, Selny? Well, back in the day, before she was this fearsome smuggler, Selny wanted to do some good in the world. You know, clean up the streets, make it a better place. Though I guess now you're married to the king, so you always get what you want, don't you? And Selny just sort of rolls her eyes and looks away and goes, Yeah, well, things have changed. Just trying to do something. Uh, so Mary signs, uh, Selny, what happened to that guy you were following? And Selny shakes her head and looks pointedly at Falda, who gives a cat-like smile and shrugs and says, Well, I'm not in the habit of revealing the hidey holes I keep. Someone comes to me looking to sleep something off, I let him sleep. And Selny rolls her eyes. You could tell me something, though. Anything. For old time's sake. About spores, about a way down to the Titacairn, about literally anything that would help me out. Falda sort of shakes out her hair and says, I don't know anything about the spores other than that. They're awful. Well, they're fun. But they're... The euphoria wears off and the hallucinations become crippling and then things get a lot less fun. <sighs> Plenty of people need that sort of thing down here, though, so I get why they've taken off. And uh, Selny leans forward and says, Look, my husband asked me to look into this before... I mean, it is my job to keep the worst contraband out of Acidel, and I'm trying to figure out how these got in. Falda shakes her head and says, oh, no. These spores are a homegrown problem. Some kid in the industrial tunnels found some weird mushroom and started farming it. Made himself a tiny profit before his pebbles got swallowed up by a bigger delver, with the resources to really spread the drug around the Warrens. Don't know much more of that, other than that they're still based in the industrial tunnels. So if you're looking for a lead, that's all I can give you. Selly, are you like a P.I.? Selly rolls her eyes and says, No, I'm just a concerned citizen. Who's got some more resources than most? Selly, is that the industrial tunnels? Is that where they took Swan Roxon? Selly nods and she leans her, her elbows on her knees and says, Yeah... I had a feeling that the two things were going to be related. If he got taken to the Titacairn and suddenly there's a new weird drug popping up on the streets. Somehow those don't seem unrelated, huh? You think it's related to, like, the government making things? I don't know. Or don't like it. Maybe Torva as a way of, I don't know distracting people from what's going on? Ooh, and Falda, like, perks up and she goes, oh, you've got some sort of god thing happening? Oh, that's bad. It's very bad. It's very bad. (laughs) The worst. (laughs) Oh, it's exciting anyway. Better than our own homegrown problems. Love to blame this on a god. Makes it so much easier to be mad about it. (laughs) And suddenly rolls around and says, yeah, sure, blame it on Torva then. It's probably all his thing. Look, Falda, can we just focus for a minute? So do we have a way into these industrial tunnels? Uh, Falda shrugs and says, I might know a way down, but you're going to have to make it worth my while. 
Do you uh, want to pet my beetle? <laughs> <laughs> and Falda looks at you for a minute and goes, is that... Do you want to pet their beetle? Thing? It's really cute. <laughs> she looks at you and goes, how old are you, kid? <laughs> Guys, oh my god. You got you guys are the ones who made it weird. Look, and I I I pull out Darius and I present him in all his be- beauty and splendor. And Falda looks and goes, "Oh, you mean like a real beetle?" Yeah, Jesus nah, Christ. <laughs> what did you think it was a toy beetle? I give him a little pet. Cute, huh? I'm good. It's your loss. <laughs> well, how about this? You see that guy down there with the little stall set up in the corner? And she she gestures down to where uh, where Daniel Dash and is. Dawson is. Yeah. Okay, I'm grinding yeah. my teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I seen That's... that guy. Mm-hmm. Well, he's got a bit of a bug up his bum, and he won't sell to me. But he's got a real big gun down there that I want. So you procure that for me. I'll tell you what you need to know. Uh, how much does it cost? <sighs> Ask him. Did you say gun? Uh, Falda says, yes, a gun. Have you never seen one before? Now, Corbin didn't see... He Was he there when you guys realized that that was Dashing Dawson? No. No. Yeah, okay. No. So no. Corbin just walks over to this dude. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, hey, Corbin, no, wait! <laughs> Corbin, you don't know what you're doing! He's All gone. Right. He's already there. Hey! We're, we're following you. Hey, guy! Oh, hello there, my young friend. What can I do for you? I need to buy a big gun from you. <laughs> and uh, uh, Daniel, for this is not Dawson, this is Daniel, but a small piece of Dawson, looks a little surprised, and he looks you up and down and goes, Oh, well, I've got a couple different types here. And he takes out, uh, or he gestures to, there's two smaller uh, models that are very similar to what Selny had. Um, I was calling them, like, small crossbows, but they're guns. Let's just call a spade it's a spade. Guns. It's a gun. It's a gun. Dwarf's got guns. So he, he gestures to, to this hand cannons, similar to what Selny has. Now, I've got these models, but I think a discerning gentleman like you, you might be looking at something a little bit more dragon killery, huh? And he takes out from under the table this, like, big ol' heavy, like, two-handed sort of gatling gun thing that he puts down on the table and it just, like, shakes the whole table and he goes, voila. Yeah, that looks big. How much for that one? And Fran <laughs> runs up behind you and is like, no, don't talk to him! <laughs> it's too what? late, Fran. <laughs> what? How much for the gun, guy? And uh, Corbin, you, as you're looking at this, you look at the gun, and then your eyes, they travel upward. And you see, sitting on that table is a little gold jar that your friends noticed earlier. Corbin smacks the jar off the table, and he says, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, you didn't know. The coins didn't go know. Fuck. I thought you're you knew. Sick. Get out of here. How much for the gun? Oh, this? Well, this is just going to cost you a... Uh, Oh, I don't know. I don't feel like I, I can part with it for just monetary value. Tell me, what will you offer me? I offer you not getting your ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, you tell him, Corbin. That's a poor deal, and I don't accept. We already promised him that. Corbin Corbin tries to flip the table, but the Gatling gun is very heavy, so it just he just shakes it. <laughs> 
menacingly. And uh, Daniel raises eyebrows and says, I'm still waiting to hear a good offer. So something maybe that I couldn't obtain down here very easily. Ugh. Fran, Fran, like, looks into her bag of holding. Corbin puts one silver on the table. Slake stares at Dawson and says, you can't pet Darius. I'll give you one silver for this gun. No, thank you. Do you want a, a belt that gives you a monkey tail? Now that sounds like something I might be interested in. Did you take that from my benefactor? Take? Bye. More like I was I was robbed out of house and home for it. Well, this is certainly one way to transport goods down to me. Tell me, would you... Do you have anything else? Anything else you could add to sweeten the pot? Corbin puts another silver on the table. Um, I say uh, to Corbin, Corbin, what about those earrings we got from that Torveic temple? Oh, yeah. Corbin puts one of the earrings on the table. Now that's not fair. It has to be a matching set. I can't sell that. I take back my uh, disgusting monkey belt. Then. It's just the one for, you know, so that it's the gay one. <laughs> you have to yeah, no. it has to be the gay one. It's uh, more valuable. No. It's more valuable. No, I'm going to reject that one. Though the monkey belt, I wouldn't take that off the table yet. Ugh, Corbin puts the other earring down as well. Now you're straight, oh. you nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, for the monkey belt and the earrings, I'll let you take the big gun and I'll throw in a little something extra. And he, he produces a small silver purse from under the table and sets it on the uh, in front of you. I open the purse. It does not seem like there's anything in there that you can see, but you can feel something in there. What the, what the hell, I say? <laughs> what is it? it? It's a surprise. What? I hate what your surprises. That? You know that. We've had such a long history. I have no history with you at all. You remember everything. I know only what I, my benefactor has deemed to impart upon me. Ugh. <laughs> We're all just Corbin, sitting here frowning. Corbin, Corbin reaches inside of the purse. Uh, Corbin, roll a d6. I got a six. You got a six? Yeah. You pull out a human tooth. <gasps> Yo. What? Yo, check this shit out. What the hell is that? What? what is this bag? Daniel, what did you do? Corbin bites the tooth. <laughs> Whose tooth is this? It's real. <laughs> uh, he, he shrugs and goes, I don't know what's going to come out of the bag. Corbin sticks his hand back in the bag. You're going to give us the bag, to be clear. <laughs> oh, yes, it's yours. <sighs> Deal's a deal. Do we want the bag? <laughs> <laughs> You've got the bag now, whether you want it or not. I, it is I, yours. I want you to wear. I want you to wear the monkey belt. Corbin, uh, roll it. Roll another d six. I got a one. Uh, re you reach into the bag. Yeah, and you pull out another tooth. This is a fucked up bag. Is this just a tooth bag? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Corbin's in this. I love uh, it. <laughs> uh, so Daniel uh, puts on the monkey belt to mollify you mm -hmm. It says now can I interest you in anything else here I've got some other guns I've got this cool axe these gauntlets and you've got a tail and I've got a tail good day for me <laughs> I I grimace and I I say alright uh Daniel um so 
uh, what do these gauntlets do? Oh, those gauntlets? Uh, and the gauntlets are a pair of brass gauntlets with a glowing green gem inlaid in the palm. And he says, oh, those? Well, let's just say uh, they're quite a shocking fashion accessory. Okay. Okay. So electric gauntlets. That's kind of neat. Um, what about the axe? Oh, that? <laughs> oh, that axe packs quite a punch. Uh, and the, the axe is a heavy steel axe with a green gem inlaid in the flat of the blade. And a mechanism on the hilt. That could be cool. Is there anything else on the table, Cat? Uh, there's the two, two handguns as well. Oh, guns. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I grab one of those. Fran, you want a gun? Fran's got a gun! Fran's got a gun! <laughs> Fran's got a gun. <laughs> uh, all right, so the uh, the gauntlets are 800, the axe is 1,000, and each of the small guns are 600. I know you guys have so much cash right now, so I, I've I'll, set the prices I'll, I'll buy one of the guns. Are they different from each other, or are they both the same? No, same same, same price. Okay, and like if I use it, I like don't have proficiency in it, right? You do not have proficiency. No, I will tell you that it is a. Uh, I will tell you the stats of it now that you have purchased it. Okay. It does one d ten ten piercing damage plus one d six lightning damage. I need a way to do some damage without a magic. Yes, mm-hmm. the shocking grasp thing. I was thinking probably wouldn't be that useful for me because I can already do close range attacks. Yeah, but mm-hmm. if the axe has some sort of like, if the axe does something special that like gives it some range, then that could be useful. I'm I mean, thinking I would, about it. I would take those gauntlets if nobody else wants them. Um, mm-hmm. I know that Dawson only, or sorry, Daniel mm-hmm. only speaks in weird puns. So mm-hmm. I look at the axe and I say, Daniel, that axe looks great, but does she have the range? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Daniel steeples his fingers and looks at you. He says, now you're getting it. Oh. Does she have the range? <laughs> Answer the question. He he just waggles his eyebrows at you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if, if she if she didn't have the range, I could only assume that Daniel would say she doesn't have the range. She doesn't have the range. Yeah. So I must assume that she has the range. She's got the range. She must have the so, range. Fuck it. You said it was eight hundred for the axe, a thousand for the axe. Thousand for the axe. It's a big, big, beautiful axe. I say to Daniel, Daniel, I know you're charging a thousand for the axe, but do you want to arm wrestle? No. God, against you? Yeah. <laughs> oh gods, no. Uh, Slake's, no. Slake's way no. weaker than they look. Yeah, yeah look, I, I could go. beat them easy in an I'm arm wrestle. <laughs> That's why I'm green. <laughs> You're not green at the moment, but yeah, you got the spirit. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Roll me a persuasion check. Oh yeah, I'm sure I'll fuck this up. Uh, he has a very he has a very see. high threshold to be persuaded, but oh well. You say he has a high threshold, but can he withstand <laughs> the mighty push of a seven? Oh, no, he's not convinced at all. He he just laughs and goes, oh, no, no, it's a thousand silver pieces, please. That is the currency of the realm here. All right, it was worth a shot. <laughs> and uh, I count out a thousand silver pieces. All right. So you have received the Dwarven Piston Axe. It is a great axe, a heavy steel axe. Uh, it does 1d8 plus 2 plus a 
2d6 lightning damage, which must be recharged after use. So you can use the lightning attack, uh, and that is a ranged attack. And then you can roll a d6, and if you get a 5 or a 6, you can use the lightning attack again. She has the range. She has the range. She has the range. Okay, and then, Kat, how much yeah. is the how much are the gauntlets? Gauntlets are 800. Okay, because I think I want to get those. All right, Corbin, you uh, purchased the pair of dwarven gauntlets, uh, and they allow you to cast uh, Shocking Grasp at will, uh, and they, that is not affected by... Spell slots or anything. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, nice. All right. Well, you've uh, you've cleaned out Daniel. So he leans back looking very pleased with himself. He like uh, like a gambler after a particularly good round. He gathers all of your silver up around him, uh, pulls it, and he goes, Well, it was a pleasure doing business with you fine young folks. Mm. I will certainly put in a good word with, for you with my benefactor. You better spend all that on cat food. Yeah. You're damn right. Because he what? has a cat. That's the reason we oh, couldn't kill right. him, is because he has a cat. Oh, yeah, that's right. That. Yeah. Die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he guilted and us he into goes, not murdering him. Corbin doesn't know that, but he emphatically agrees. <laughs> He's just like, yeah. You fucking uh, Daniel looks. Daniel looks momentarily confused before remembering that that, that is what he told you and <laughs> goes, oh, yes, I will buy a deluxe cat treat. And then you better money. shove it up your ass. <laughs> oh, God, Fran. Holy shit, Fran. You just murdered this I guy. I you. Nice. You look stupid now. You do, Daniel. <laughs> I grab the big gun and I like start dragging it away as fast as I can. <laughs> I come and pick up the other end of the gun, which is not very fast. And then as soon as you come and pick up the other end, I drop mine and I do. I I point at my eyes. I point at Daniel. <laughs> Full name. Her full name is Falda Black Glass. She's so cool. She's very, She's very cool. cool. I never. I just. I, I forgot to say her last name, and I didn't have anywhere to shoehorn it in. What's your full name? <laughs> no, we're not doing that. <laughs> um, hey, what's your full name? Can you please tell uh, us your first and last name? <laughs>